0: Like what's the impact of the work that you're doing? What is the ROI? Uh, because without, without it, then you're just kind of throwing a process or system in, in there and hoping, finger crossing, that it'll stick. And that's just not that's not scalable.
1: In our third and final episode with Chloe Poon, finance and RevOps leader at take metrics we continue our conversation around the impact COVID has had On existing and new software tools, how she and her team track company efficiency, and last but not least, her theories on where the SaaS finance world is headed in the next several years. Have you seen a big shift in how you approached, you know, the software your company was already using um, and whether or not you were going to renew and then what new tools you had to bring on?
0: I say with, because we are hiring a lot of new, new sales rep right now as well. Um, I say, Mm -hmm. I think the, the software subscription side, it's not going to slow down. If anything, I think it's going to increase as company scales because we are relying on, we just, it means there's a trend right now, um, with not just, not just finance, not just sales teams, every team we're relying on tools to Mm -hmm. help with better collaboration, to help with improve efficiency. So I think if anything that's with software subscription, that's only going to to improve.
1: You mentioned efficiency, obviously being at the core of your role. I'm curious how you measure efficiency. There's probably a bunch of different ways or a bunch of different definitions of that, but yeah, I'm curious how you define it.
0: I think efficiency comes, it really depends on where are you looking to drive efficiency, right? If it comes to efficiency on, onboarding new sales hires, one way to make sure that you're tracking toward that is how is the ramp up time for sales rep? Are they able to hit their quota um, faster if you're able to improve the efficiency on the sales onboarding process? Um, I, I'm a firm believer in what doesn't get tracked doesn't get done. <laughs> so every, everything that we implement, either it comes with softwares or new process, we need to make sure that we're tracking the result of it, like what's the impact of the work that you're doing? What is the ROI? Uh, because without, without it, then you're just kind of throwing a process or system in, in there and hoping finger crossing that it'll stick. And that's just not, that's not scalable do you have timelines for
1: how to track those metrics so for example bringing on a new tool after one month the impact that it has versus two months or one quarter versus another quarter and then knowing whether or not it's worth keeping the tool on
0: i say it really depends on the cost and implementation time of the tool. It's hard to say like, okay, for this tool, I expect a ROI in, in three months. So I think it really depends mm-hmm. on the cost and implementation time for the tool. And also, is there a goal that you're setting for yourself, right? Like for example, if you are hoping to improve, if you brought on a new software or a new hire to, with the hope of in- decreasing in a month closing time, like that is a very clear, you can set a clear goal on that, right? Because you know exactly mm-hmm. like these are controlled by you. I want to decrease it by X number of days within X number of months. So it's really all about expectation setting as you're launching a new process or a new software, making sure that you set that expectation during implementation um, so that you can you can go back and track your progress. Yeah.
1: What do you think finance and tech looks like three to five years from now?
0: Yeah, uh, so I think the goal of finance, even to ensure the company is going efficiently, like that won't change. What I think will change is the speed at which business leader wants more and deeper real time insights. Because every decision we make is should be data driven, uh, and we're we're getting more and more requests of like I want faster real time insights and really like that using these data is really to drive the business growth faster with increased efficiency. So I think as a result of that, we're going to see an increase in in spending more time on shifting toward using data to determine what action we should be taking to get us to point B to C instead of being reactive and spending the majority of finance time analyzing historical data. And as a result of that, I think that's when we'll see what we talked about software subscription, software tool subscriptions increasing, because we we need tools to help us better to improve our our data management practices and to get mm-hmm. and to make sure we're capturing cleaner data. We also mm-hmm. will need enhanced automation and integration to help us get to those faster and deeper insights.
1: Yeah, data seems to be the biggest. It's just constantly coming up. Whether it's today, tomorrow, five years from now, it's always about yeah. better, faster, smarter data.
0: Yep, and that's I think that's why uh, you know things like AI and automation become so important because we can't again going back to can't just throw throw head count at problems when there are already a lot of tools that do essentially what human could spend hours doing on Excel.
1: I love that can't just throw head count at problems <laughs> and expect it to be solved. Yeah. Do you have any go-to resources or newsletters or even a book you'd recommend to um, a fellow finance leader or someone up and coming in their finance career?
0: It's called First Round Review. Um, it's a great website where you can search by different topics, and it it's accumulation of a lot of the best practice articles. Um, and a lot of those are actually um, from kind of the startup sector, so it's it's a lot. It's very relevant. It has topics on all sorts of all sorts of functions within a startup.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've definitely seen this. I also, the, their layout is very easy to move around the website.
0: Yeah. And I subscribe, and I also subscribe to topics that are relevant for me, like management, finance, operations, startups, um, so that mm-hmm. I do get articles um, in my inbox, <laughs> which I, I really, because I think you have to stay relevant. You have to keep learning new skills and knowing, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's so important to stay relevant, learn new skills because a lot of these tools that we're using today didn't even exist five years ago, right? Mm-hmm. In order for the team to continue, finance team to continue to grow and be more efficient, we have to be able to to adopt and, and learn new skills. and. You know, a lot of these articles um, staying on current trends, like that's one of the best way to do that and learning from from others who, who have done it and see success with it.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of The Buy Side, hosted by Vendor, a SaaS buying platform for ever-changing B2B SaaS sales. Curious how we can help your company save on SaaS? Get a free savings analysis today by visiting us at vendr.com slash save. See you next time.